Will and Debbie. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Saturday morning is our day, Mr. Hare. <laughs> it's new on Debbie on Gadio. Three hours. Count them, Neil. Count them. One, One two, two, three. You've now got your GCSE in maths. Yeah, you are you. safe from Brexit. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, we've got so much on it, haven't we? So much. Mm. I've got nothing. I've got absolutely nothing, so I hope you have. I've got tons, yes, definitely. I've got to bring you to Ian McKellen I missed out on last week, obviously. Oh, so old week, old no, show. No, no, pack. no, no. We have got Oscars things. I've got a remix on a TV show. I've got all sorts of bit like Ryan Murphy How news. Are you today? Switched off there. So if you'd like to get in touch with the show, maybe you've got some things we can share. Um, at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Ndebs at gadio.co.uk. No one noticed that I cocked that up now. <laughs> ready? Are we ready to start? Yes, let's have What's that first this? tune. Neil and Debbie. This is Ndebs. Bibi Rexa, Debbie Guetta. It's come. Come. Yes, come. Come. Oh, come. Yes, come. Come. Sorry, you were right. That was, I'm going to share with you later, possibly the most uncomfortable moment I've had with my father Aye. watching TV. Oh. This right. is more embarrassing. Mm. Than when I watched Basic Instinct with him. Yes, that scene. And more embarrassing when I watched Hannibal Lecter uh, from Silence of the Lambs, that scene where the man. You know the scene I mean? Yes. And Clarice goes, oh, on my face. <laughs> so can I bring that to you later? Oh, on? that sounds great fun, yes. 49 million come. That's from a TV show this week. Okay. On BBC. It was wonderful, actually. Right. Yeah. From Japan, it was. was From Japan. Yeah. Talking of which, Neil. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm flying solo this week. Right. My other half is in Australia. Well, oh, no, she's not. Sorry, to Tokyo. I she's, think you're fine. She's, oh, do you know? Seem to know more about her than I do. She's gone to Tokyo. Yeah. To right. do the marathon. I know. She's bad. That's amazing. It's That's fantastic. Mm. I'm going to watch The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> I'm going to watch The Favorite with Karina later right, on right, tonight. Right. Okay. I'm going to lie in. I'm going to eat unhealthily. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> But do you know what it reminded me of? Go on. Can, can we ask a question? This is Neil and Debbie on Gadio. Mm. Do you remember when you, your other half, when you were going out with him? Yeah. Oh. I don't know what played. No, nor do I, but anyway. <laughs> and do you remember when he went away that time and you planned all those things? I just need to get some sort of tips from you of what right. I can do while my other half's away. Well, you know, but yeah. I, I, we're on a different planet, I think, when it comes to things like Yeah, that. we are, aren't we? So, yeah, so can so. you just repeat, because there might be some people well, who didn't hear that story. Was this, was this when there was ash the ash cloud? cloud and I had uh, all sorts of yeah. fabulous <laughs> people lined up. Yeah, you had a diary brimming full of men, <laughs> and I remember the call yeah. came into the studio. Oh. Ring, ring! Yeah. Oh, oh, the ash cloud has stopped. It's, uh, no, well, my it, plane's it, not going. It no, it wasn't just that. It was, oh. it was all over the news. We yeah. were Watching it on the TV That's news, right. I'm thinking, there goes my weekend. There goes my fun. Yeah. And your boyfriend, your boyfriend at the time went, yeah. so I'm coming home. And you went, oh, great. And I saw your fake smile. And as soon as you hung up your iPhone, yeah. you went, oh, because it ruined all your all those men, Neil. I know. All those men. So, yeah. <gasps> what are you doing instead? I'm anyway? praying for an ash cloud. That's what I'm praying for. <laughs> I couldn't be unfaithful if I tried, Neil. No, of course I, you could. I can't lie. It's I'm not crap your at it. Thing, is it. No, it's not no, me at no. all. No. We've got something much more glamorous for you this week. It's new and Debbie on Gadio uh, from the Oscars. That was spectacular, wasn't it? 
Oh, oh wow, wow, wow. Oh, have you not which, seen the clip? Which bit? Oh, my God, which bits are you... Well, got? Olivia Colman was all sort of all over the place with her speech. That was quite funny, I thought. Oh, sorry, have you won any Oscars lately? Have you written a speech? <laughs> a hideous speech convention? Did you not hear the stuff that went on behind the scenes? I saw Remy Mallet fell off the stage. No, way more than that. No, you turned know. it off in the first five minutes, didn't you? I didn't know. Yes, yeah, so trouble you gay men. If it doesn't spark your interest immediately, it's off. We've got time to talk about that right now, Neil, because there's an emergency on planet Earth. Emergency, Nigella Lawson is in major trouble. Nigella Lawson, our queen, is in a lot of trouble. What's going on? She tweeted out, ooh, God, how did she speak? I need her voice. Um, Should I be embarrassed? I'm not. She says, middle class and middle age problem number 1347B, which is funny before she started. Right, yes. I've just done my back in trying to open a tin of anchovies. The real insult is I I can't now open it or get that out or get the anchovies out. So she's in a state of absolute, you know, hell. There is more than a soup song of camp about this. I really hope that is she's filming that for her next series. I miss her so much on the so TV. So do I, yeah. How did she manage to do that? Do your back in with a... With a uh, I can see, because those tins are really small. You can't open those tins, can you? Because you bite your nails, Neil. You can't open a can of Coke. No, that's right. And true, looking actually, at your stomach, yeah. you shouldn't have a Coke at the moment. I don't drink Coke. Britain is getting fat. We must stop that. Yeah, if you would like to get in touch with us on, on the show, it's at this is ndebs at gadio. Email ndebs at gadio.co.uk. I said that I said that comment about the diet diet coatmeal with the, my tongue in my cheek, because mm. in front of me here, what have we got? We've got a range and array of biscuits as yeah. we always have to get the show underway yeah. on a uh, Saturday morning. So yes. I, I'm on this stu- I'm still on this stupid healthy eating. Are you still doing that? Poop. You, you look oh great. no, I'm going to do it for the rest of my life. I'm like Gary right. Barlow now. <laughs> so I'm going to forever moan about being on a Perpetual. It's not a diet, it's just healthy eating. Healthy eating, yeah. But yeah. we've got Watsits, mm. we've got Ginger Snaps by Sainsbury's. Oh, God, don't judge us. We've yeah. got digestives, we've got all sorts of stuff, probably yeah. with palm oil Chocky in it. There as yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we really yeah. need to sort this out. Should we have another one while we yeah. think about yeah, it? Yeah, would you like one? Yes, yes, yeah. Have we got your news coming up? We've got the news coming up very soon. I've got a bigot to introduce you to. Well, we've met him before, but he's back with something that he said that's just ridiculous. Is uh, it the guy who looks like an egg? No, it's not the egg guy. All right, okay. No, no, Is no. it pasta, the pasta? No, we're not having pasta this morning. No, we're not. We're just having bits instead. Hello to a couple of new listeners on Twitter, Neil. Right. It's gorgeous to have you uh, following us around. Let my love open the... That's quite a good uh, As name, As in the door. I yeah. Let my love open the door. Yeah. Mm. It says, let my love open the... And then at door to you. Uh, oh, that's clever. Good, I didn't yeah. know you could do that on Twitter. No. And also, thank you very much to, Matt, to Mark, a.k.a. Flash lad who loved the this one reading this one out your music Neil who loved the Good Grief Charlie Brown exhibition that was at Somerset House it's ending where it ends this weekend Mm. I think it's I think it's this weekend it ends tomorrow I think right it's I went along on my own because Elisa's in Tokyo which we well know and I'm free (laughs) and I went to see Charlie Brown It was the most beautiful exhibition. They say we recommend one hour to one and a half hours to see it. Yeah. I arrived five to ten o'clock. Five, who speaks like that? <laughs> five to ten a.m. Yes. Guess what time I left? Uh, but an hour, an hour and a half max, they say. I'd say three hours at least. Settled two o'clock. No. It was, I cried, I laughed, I learnt so much. Did you know that he was involved? He he was really, he is really good friends. Sorry, he's dead now. Charles, Charles Schultz. Schultz. Yeah. Yeah, the inventor of Snoopy. Mm. Did you know that he was really good friends with Billie Jean King? I didn't know that. that. my lover. 
uh, they were they wrote a book together, and that's why he introduced Peppermint Pate to the to the series to the mix to the mix. Yeah, yeah. It was for women's rights. And you know also that after the assassination of Martin Luther King, yeah. is that the right word? Martin Luther King. Yeah. That's when he introduced the first black character, Franklin, and he got he got threats through the post going, "You should not be having black characters on your in your comic strip. I will never read it again." And he went, it's "Tough, they're staying in." He had letters from Hillary Clinton. He had letters from Ronald Reagan. You name it. It was the most, I think, one of my top three exhibitions ever. And that includes when you and I got thrown out of the Jean-Paul Gaultier exhibition for trying on Madonna's Basque. That's right, yeah. It was up there. It was so heartwarming. That man was a genius, you know. Yeah, he was. And... in you, it's just read. So I'm going to post. I'm going to retweet some of the things I learnt from it. It made me cry. Yeah. It made me cry, Neil. What, Debbie? Yeah. Excellent. Well, that was good, <laughs> wasn't it? We learnt a lot that time. Thank you. That was free as well. I still like to bring you my incredibly awkward moment. Did anybody else experience that this week from the Marigold Hotel? Anyone else experienced no, this? No, not come. It's gum. Gum. Yes, come. Come. Oh, come. Yes, come. <laughs> Oh, yes. Sorry, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Is that Miriam Margulies? No, no, no. Joking? Sadly, it's not. It's oh. the one, the other, you're, the other lady. Right. The other larger lady. She's lovely. I love her. Okay. She's from. She's a chef. Right. She, she does all the etiquette stuff. Oh, okay. I'll have to look up her name. So yeah, it's not right. really okay. my sort of t- thing, really. No. Hello to Laura Barton and also to Susanna Tarbush, who's a new listener to Gadio. Lovely to hear you listening. And Sporty Girl. That's all. It's very female, very ovary heavy. Let me add a man into the man into the mix. Heavy. Hello to it was ovary heavy. Heavy. Oh no, there's one for Delta Zine. Hello to Mike Zeektek, who sent us a love heart this week. Oh, that's nice. Well, that's what Twitter's for, isn't it? It's It's for deep stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Some of the news stories from the week. Let's have a look here. First of all, the televangelist Pat Robertson claims. Claims gay people are willing to destroy society in order to protect our sex lives. Yep, that's us. Uh, Robertson, who at the grand old age of 88 has been a strong opponent of the LGBTQ community over the years, made the comments on his nationally syndicated show in the States on the Christian Broadcasting Network. Oh. Let's have a listen uh, so to him. So this is what he had to say. He's, um, well, he's been around for quite a few years, and um, have a listen to what he had to say. The incredible thing about the homosexuals is... <laughs> They are willing to destroy lives and destroy the whole fabric of society so long as they and their weird way of doing sex is, is, is legitimized. Mm. That's what they want, and they will to take away everything. They'll destroy marriage, they'll destroy families. And you know what, what, Pat? We won't stop until we've done it. We will carry on destroying. I mean, we're like a fire, aren't we? We, we are, are yeah. just got a gay one, just getting through and destroying everything we can. That's everything our point. in our path. Yeah, we really will. Yeah. I mean, we're very, very vindictive like that, Pat. So you better watch out. And our weird way of sex. What's it? You? Why is it any of your business? Yeah, exactly. I think what you're doing in it is weird, Pat. Yeah. If I'm honest with you, yeah. I tried it once. Oh, I didn't try it once. Didn't even get round to it. Yeah. Well, I tried oh, a couple of times. Flipping and, so. heterosexuals, destroying happiness just with their marriage. By the way, Pat, have a little Google. There's a Christian article. That's right, a Christian article, and I'm speaking mm. as a gay Christian, yeah. about how marriage was between gay people in the very early stages of society. Oh. So until the flipping heteroseptuals, that's a new, new group of people, yeah. uh, turned it to them, their own evil devices. <laughs> I will tweet that out. It's a really old article. It's been around for like 10 years or something. Right. And each time someone like him hoiks out the old, oh, heterosexual thing. 
I mean, I'm not anti-heterosexual, Neil, because I used to be one, didn't I? From the ages of, I think, naught to four. And some of my best friends are heterosexual. I mean, I, how can I be heterosexualist? I can't be, can I? I'm not heterosexualist. No, of course you're right. not. Got... I'll, invite, I'll take Pat out for yeah. a Costa Coffee. I think he needs some help, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Uh, another story here. It's 19 years since the UK's armed forces lifted the ban on LGBTQ people serving openly in the military. Uh, Doogie Morgan believes the British Army is stronger because of a more positive attitude to equality and diversity. Uh, Doogie was a member of the armed forces for at, a, at a time when it could have been uh, basically thrown out for sexuality and reveals that although he was eventually forced out of the closet, it, he's definitely a better person as a result. Aww. I was outed. As I said, I was married and I had two children. So I dropped my guard a little bit and my son's friend saw me on one of the uh, uh, LGBT web pages and sites, told my son, he told his mum, you know, they went and done what they needed to do and they uh, outed me. And that's when I started to lead the life that I wanted to lead. Don't get me wrong, it's not been easy. And I lost a lot of friends within the military. And I think purely down to the telling of the lies. You know, because they say, that's a sham, Doogie. You're not the person that you are now. I know. I'm glad I'm not the person I was then. Because I'm a much better person. Person. Yeah. I like Doogie. Yeah, he's a nice guy, isn't yeah. he? I like well, him. I haven't met him. Well, no, no, but I've, I just took to him just to listen How to what he had to say. awful to be outed like that. I know, yeah, absolutely, to be found out like that. You know, ring, ring, oh, your wife's on the phone. Oh, great, I put her through then. Uh, put her through now. Um, we've just outed you. I mean, how did you out back then? I know. Because you couldn't have gone on inter- on the internet. Well, well no, from the sounds of it, he was. There was something. It was, it was something an on the internet. Thing, but yeah, oh, poor yeah. guy. I know. But at least he's free now. He, his world must have crushed in on him at that time, and yet, yeah, it was actually the best thing in the long yeah. run. Yeah. Oh, in it or all that pressure yeah. on your we'll shoulders, I feel a bit sick. A censored version of the Oscar-winning movie Bohemian Rhapsody is to be shown in China with all the gay references removed. Uh, the film has previously been criticised. <laughs> For het washing. Um, <laughs> Freddie Mercury's bisexuality out of the film. Remy Malik won the Best Actor Oscar this week for playing Freddie, but scenes of him kissing men will be removed from the film before it's screened in China. What do they think is going to happen if people watch that? I don't know. Do imagine if you imagine if you lived in China. I mean, you'd love it, Neil, because you're very into. <laughs> Well, very, very I've got Remy Malik here from the Oscars. Uh, a little bit of his acceptance speech this week. Thank you, Queen. Thank you, guys, for being, for allowing me to be the, the tiniest part of your <sighs> phenomenal, extraordinary legacy. I am forever in your debt. Listen, we made a film about a gay man, an immigrant who uh, lived his life just unapologetically himself. And the fact that I'm celebrating him and this story with you tonight is is proof that we're longing for for stories like this. There's thousands of stories like it. Mm. There's Mm. millions of stories of gay people. What I loved about that clip that you wouldn't have seen there, obviously, because this is radio, uh, they they clipped to the Queen in the audience and there was Anita Dobson there, sat there. Get out of my pup! Get out of my Oscar award! (laughs) Sling it! Did they mention anything to do with with the uh, RVT. That's still my favourite story. I, found, I want someone to make a documentary about the night 
Freddie Mercury yeah. snuck in. Ooh, ooh, there were three of us in this relationship. Down the Princess cup. Diana. Mm, that's right, yeah. Out the back doors. Yeah, yeah. He snuck her in, dressed well, up as drag. We've covered this on the show. I think the Sky, aren't they making a, a TV drama about that very night? I think well, it's happening. I, say, yeah, well, yeah. I was going to say, because they could, please, can we not get Remy Malik to play? His speech is the same in every award. Do you know what I mean? We have heard them all now, haven't they? It's a bit same. It's the isn't it? same yeah. speech. Yeah. <laughs> Swish it up, gays. Neil and Debbie. Follow them on Facebook. You'll find them under Ndebs. Thank you so much. <sighs> Thank you so much. So clip clop around a dance floor to that, don't you? Yeah. That was stunning. Yeah. You wait till you wait till you hear what we've got up our sleeves. Uh, for the next row well, the rest of the anthems really mm. delicious we've handpicked them we spent hours don't we handpicking them oh yeah we absolutely. don't go out during the week no, we no, don't go no, out no. we're sat there going and looking we'll have Chris Sen Simone Denny and Broken Bones thank you very much Revis a V not going out oh my god Neil I just want to do this again please like, don't have your parents stay when there's something awful on the TV alert <laughs> right so my dad's coming up right. he came up in the week yes to fix my fence it's a boring story I won't go into it <laughs> But you know what happens? You're living with your parents at the moment, Neil. How the hell do you do it? I cannot watch TV in the same room as my father because he watches stuff I just don't care about. Right. I don't care about those shows. Yeah. Do they watch a lot of the police I investigation programmes? Well, uh, well it, Hetty it's, Wainthrop investigation. No, nothing of that. Point. But no. this awful show, no, it's not an awful show, it was an awful moment in a show that came mm. up. And I was sat there with my dad in silence as it came on. It's quite a good premise for a show. I really like the people they pick on it. It's the Great Marigold uh, hand wash things or whatever it is called. Great Marigold Hotel or something about yeah, that. Real the, Marigold Hotel. Yeah, there we are. Where they've got people who are about to retire. Right. And they send them around the world. I mean, it's what a gig to get when you're probably it's can't fantastic. Get, there was yeah. one of the one group that went to India and had a fantastic well, time. Well, this time, Neil, do you know where they've gone? <laughs> where have they gone? They've gone to Japan somewhere. All right. They went to Vietnam. Right. And they've got, they've had the crankies on it. Oh, God. They've, they've had... They're swingers. I know, so I've heard. Earl's a swinger. They've got Stanley thingy on it, the dad of Boris Johnson, Stanley Johnson. I really like him. Right, Sheila yeah. from the Third Degrees. Three right, Degrees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> third Degrees. <laughs> Careful now. They third weren't that bad. <laughs> But, and they've got my favourite Wayne Sleep on it. I, I really love, love his yeah. energy. Yes, exactly. Anyway, I don't really watch this show, but they had Rosemary on it, who was who's the chef. She's a lot of fun. Right. They've had Marilyn Margulies on it as well. Yes, who's right. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So Rosemary was on there, and she was in the back of a cab with Wayne Sleep. I mean, there's a documentary on their own. And you know what it's like now when you go to a different country and you try and learn people's names because they're not the same as yours. Right. Yes. So let's cross live now to the back of a cab where you've got Wayne Sleep, and you've got our lovely friend Rosemary the Chef trying to figure out what this guy's name is. Hello. Hello. Ah, hello. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Gong. Who <laughs> what? Gong. Gum. Yes. Gum. As yes. chewing gum. Come. Yes. No, I not come. It's gum. Gum. Yes, gong. Oh, come. come! Yes, come. 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 Yes. Sorry, you were right. Yes, I think so. Come. <laughs> it's all right. That's all right, darling. Yeah. Welcome so, to Vietnam. So, there they are. I don't think either of them were right, were they? Yeah, sorry, sorry. No, not come. It's gum. Yes, come. Come. Yes, come. 
Come, oh, come. Yes, it is. Come, come. So, yes. Sorry, you were right. Yeah. So let's fast forward and then looking all around the sides of Vietnam. I'm watching with my father, may I just add, in the background. We're yeah. not saying a word to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they see a lot of different stuff and, and here they are talking about what's going on in the world. Gosh. <gasps> come. There are over 49 million oh, wow. motorbikes in the city. <laughs> wow. 49 million come. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a party. That's God. a party. So just... Uh, 49 no, million cups. I mean, God. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. God. So there, there we are. So I think we've all learned a lot about that wonderful place <laughs> in Vietnam. Uh, just a word of warning. Don't watch any of that series with your father <laughs> ever again. Anything to do with facts and numbers, I'm also all over. If you've just turned on Gadio's anthems, this is Neil and Debbie, this is Gadio, and this is a fact about Vietnam. Go on. Gosh. <gasps> Come. There are over 49 million oh, wow. motorbikes in the city. Wow. 49 million come. That's, that's a lot. That is a lot. So if it, maybe you're on a pub quiz, you can have that from the <laughs> Marigold Hotel or whatever it is. Thank you very much. That's Rosemary. Yeah, Rosemary the chef. Yeah, Rosemary the chef. If you want to get involved in the show, you can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at gadio.co.uk. This came in from... Oh, did um, it? Hang on, it what? It did what? It what? It came in. No, not come. It came yeah. in. Uh, from Matt PH, he says, Ooh. Enjoying the show from the comfort, uh, comfort of my hot bath following a 28-mile bike ride to Padstow and back uh, via Bodmin in a record. He did it in an hour and 47 minutes, apparently. How so weird. We were just talking about bicycles. Yeah, oh, yes. And he's doing his bike. Yes, so there are. Are you insane? <laughs> was that the message? That, that's all he has to say, okay. yeah. He just shared that with the group. So, so who's that from? Much. That's from Matt. Right, you know full, in the bath. You well. know full well. I hope there's a flannel over that because you know full well that there is a no nudity clause with this show. It's That's right there too, in yeah. black and white for you to see on Gadio's website. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, while you're on uh, Gadio's website, you know what's in there, don't you? What? You and I. Their pod, the link to the podcast. Everyone's oh, yeah. got their Listen Again shows. Yeah, yeah. If you go onto the podcast, that'll help you next time you're in the bath. We don't mind you listening to podcasts naked. Mm. That's absolutely in the rules. Mm. But not not naked live, Leon. We no, can't have that. It's not, well, not with Brexit and everything's all too much. <laughs> Can I treat you to something spectacular that happened mm. at the Oscars that not a lot of people really noticed in this country, but right. in America, oh, it whiffed up a stink. Huh? It whiffed up a rotter. <laughs> I'll bring that to you next. It involves, oh, okay. it involves one lady, Neil. <laughs> Curtis Mantronic. How did you know? Mm, intuition, that's how I knew. Spell that now. I-N-T-U-I-T-I-O-N. That... I don't know really, I don't care. <laughs> so it's Neil and Debbie here. At our spelling bee. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was never, I used to cheat at that, by the way. That was my worst subject at school and it used to fill me with dread from my toes to my hair. Right. Every Monday morning was spelling yeah. and, I, and this is the first time I realised manipulation gets you everywhere in life right. so I went to school with I've told you about him before Pooh David he was mm. bullied on by everyone at school because one day his parents were much older than our generation and they, they made him wear Jesus sandals Right. no matter what the weather he wore Jesus sandals right, right? and he trod in dog and I'm a Christian so I can say that actually before yeah. you get all funny okay and one day he trod in dog poo <laughs> 
in St John's School and he trod it all up the corridors and everyone went, oh, Pooh David. Oh, we're going to call you Pooh David. So his name is Pooh David forever. (laughs) So I used to protect him and when he used to get changed for PE, I put my petticoat around him because everyone would go, oh, Pooh David's in his pants. Have you pooed your pants, paid it? So I used to protect him and in return, I copied his spelling every Monday morning. Right. And I was clever enough, age six or seven, to realise I had to get one or two wrong otherwise they go oh you're copying Pooh David (laughs) even the teachers call him Pooh David (laughs) and so I got through in my entire life copying Pooh David's spellings (laughs) alright and since then you use Grammarly so who's the biggest idiot I've I got I manipulate just in life. Well this is your lesson in life. If you can get away with it, do, do it. it. Yeah. All right, just do it. Don't stress yeah. about learning algebra. Just copy someone next to you. Excellent. Well, that was good, wasn't it? We learned a lot that time. Well, we did, Neil. Um, we also learned this week that Madonna is back. She put a tweet out saying, dot 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 work hashtag W-E-R-K what are we going for there and it's her just wearing a silver and black top with what she's like a witch's hat oh yes so I'm not quite sure what's going on no but I thought what an excuse to play this right then after this can I bring you the after show party that Madonna had and what she did in a photo with someone oh. have you seen the photo I have it's the Lady Gaga I photo yeah, 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 yeah. and it is you just think is this been is this did this really happen after all the... <laughs> I know. Are we friends? I hadn't noticed. So, did you hear the story? It says, Neil and Debbie on Gadio. You know that we are massive Madonna fans, probably me a bit more than Neil, mm. but you know that we're huge, huge fans and watch her like a hawk. Did you hear the story of what happened behind that photograph of Gaga and Madonna we have just tweeted out? I haven't uh, heard the story. I've seen the photograph, obviously. The photograph is actually very, very powerful. Yeah. But you know that they banned cameras at the Oscars, don't you? Oh, did they? Yeah. No, that's why you didn't get any selfies. I think they're still reeling from that Ellen photo that did better yeah. than any other any other photo ever yeah. in the history of the Oscars. Amazing. So I'm going to cross right now over to this wonderful guy who sounds a little bit like RuPaul in America. Lady Gaga had a big night at the Oscars, but boy did social media explode when Madonna joined in on the fun. Madonna threw an after party Sunday night, and Time partnered with artist photographer JR to capture the party. Boom, history. This already iconic photo of Oscar-winning Gaga and Queen Madonna was posted by Time with a caption talking about the strict ban on social media posts at the party. But thanks to the pop culture gods for gifting us this love fest between the stars who were once rumored to be beeping. What you think about Lady Gaga? Reductive. Is that good? Look it up. Gay Twitter lost their mind with pop culture blogger Bradley tweeting he was in no less than 10 group chats about the photo and he was shaken to his very core. While this user said the photo cured his acne and obtained world peace. Well, it definitely gave peace to my Monday. For all things Gaga, Madonna, Oscars and more, head to Neil and Debbie. For Billboard News, I'm Tetris Kelly. I added our name in there because I didn't want to give him one, but I love Tetris Kelly. But that's the story behind it. So Madonna, knowing she's got a new album coming out, she's really, I mean, she never, ever misses an opportunity. She jumped on Gaga. Yeah, she did. She literally did. But it's a really, I love the photo with the two of them. I know, it's a really great photo. It's classy, isn't it? It looks like it's been done in a sort of a proper photo studio as well, rather than just at a party somewhere. I don't know whether you heard what he said. It's a professional photograph photographer that came in and did it. Oh, you don't get her with a crappy (laughs) selfie. 
don't see Madonna in a crappy selfie, do you? Oh, the light's fine. No, she would have had the whole gang in there. And you know what? No capes. No, no capes. capes. No capes. Nowhere. Uh, a couple of stories then from the week then. Uh, news stories. I think we'll, we'll end on Gaga, but one here about five transgender members of the United States military who appeared in front of Congress this week. All five testified that they were able to do their jobs effectively after transitioning. Now, following President Trump's intervention, a ban uh. is currently in place preventing transgender people from serving in the US military. Uh, a transsexual, transsexual captain, Olivia Stelek, also explained to Congress that her transition has actually had a positive effect on the military. Has my transition made soldiers uncomfortable? Absolutely not. On the contrary, during my recent deployment to Afghanistan, soldiers opened up. They talked to me and told me things they never would have before, things that they said they've never told other people. I asked them why, and the consistent answer was that they valued my authenticity, my courage in being myself. It allowed them to do the same thing. They all five are brilliant. Uh, I have to say, it's fantastic watching this. I've watched it all the way through. Really, really good. So, it's, Can it's you post that? Because mm. why wasn't this featured in our news? Why was this not on, Hi, I'm Tom Bradbury. This yeah. is the news at 10. Yeah. Here's some footballers scoring football points. <laughs> Who cares about that? And it is so true. Look at the mental health issues in the army. And I can say that because I've had family in the army who have had them. Yeah. So... It, you know, look how much how much better that is to have someone who's been through something really big and people go, actually, can I talk to you about this? Yeah. It's fantastic. Would you Right, if you had a choice, you've got Trump there to go and tell your problems or you've got her. Who would you go to? Exactly. There we are. Case closed, Your Honour. Dismissed. Following the Oscar success of Lady Gaga's song Shallow, A Star Is Born is being re-released with 12 minutes of extra footage. Ooh. The new version of the critically acclaimed drama will feature extended musical performances on tracks such as Black Eyes, Too Far Gone, Alibi and and Ali's acoustic rendition of Shallow. Of course, uh, Gaga gave a fabulous speech. Here she is at the Oscars. If you are at home and you're sitting on your couch and you are watching this right now, all I have to say is that this is hard work. I've worked hard for a long time and it's not about, you know, it's not about winning, but what it's about is not giving up. If you have a dream, fight for it. There's a discipline for passion and it's not about how many times you get rejected or but you fall down or you're beaten up. It's about how many times you stand up and are brave and you keep on going. Thank you. Oh my God, no, she's going to faint. Yeah, I'd noticed her tattoos on her inner arm. That must have hurt. I thought that. Um, a big head off to, sorry, a big, a big nod. A big nod to Jennifer Hudson, who was nearly in tears as well. She's sort of willing her along. See, that's she? what yeah. you want. Who cares about these safe speeches? I want to see people fall on the floor and cry. Neil and Debbie. It's Neil and Debbie on Gadio, and I need something from you, Neil. I need Tell it. Tell me something, boy. Did you hear the rumours splattering one? around the Oscars no. about Lady Gaga? And I always call him Bradley Walsh. I'm going to carry on calling him Bradley Walsh because it's more fun than the yeah. Bradley Cooper. They're supposedly in love, aren't they? Oh, oh! if I was on if QI I now, I'd go, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> You're Alan Davis, you are. Let me take you to the performance. Now, this is Lady Gaga yeah. singing in the studio for A Star Is Born. It's the scene where they're in the car park and she's just sat on the bottom, you know, sat on a stone singing to Bradley Walsh. <laughs> I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to carry on with it. All right, so we are. Someone in labour, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't actually 
actually neat. It's got such emotion in it, and it's mm. just vowels. Mm, it is. It's brilliant. Just vowels. Clever. It's a vowely, emotionally song. Mm. So this is her at the Oscars, and this is the bit that everyone's talking about when Bradley Walsh. I'm sticking with it. Goes around and they really nuzzle into each other. Goodbye. Okay, for the and here's the important bit: performance. But she's singing in front of all those super famous people, which would put anyone off, wouldn't it? Mm. You've got Madonna looking at you. You've got Jay Hud looking at you. You've got Glenn Close probably looking at you. And you're yeah. thinking of that opening scene to the wife and you're trying not to throw up in your own mouth. <laughs> so this is Lady Gaga singing live. This is crazy. It's crazy. Tell me something, boy. Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? Or do you need more? Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? I'm falling. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. Times I fear myself. Oh, she's stunning, isn't she? Oh, God. Those notes. I know, it's amazing. Isn't she it? is super talented. Yeah, yeah, completely. But of course, what do the pillocks of this world do? They go around going, oh my God, did you see those two together? Oh, like, over the fence, over the fence. And I have to warn you, there are two very offensive words in this next piece. I'm afraid they do utter the words Piers Morgan. <laughs> The Spice Girl and America's Got Talent judge criticized Gaga's duet with her A Star Is Born co-star Bradley Cooper at the 91st Academy Awards. Speaking to the show's host, Piers Morgan, Mel B shared that she felt that the performance was disrespectful to Cooper's girlfriend, model Arena Shake. I felt so uncomfortable for Bradley's girlfriend. Really? Oh, oh my gosh. Because it was the look of love, wasn't oh, it? It really was. Mel and Morgan aren't the only ones who were convinced uh, that yeah. Gaga and Cooper's performance was a little steamy. Many fans watching at home took to social media to share their opinions that the two stars brought the heat on stage. So I would like to think that that was just part of the, the, yeah, the, it's all part of the, the song because there's yeah. a woman's code. Still, Morgan didn't find anything about Gaga's performance with Cooper to be appropriate, especially considering considering the bad romance singer's newly single status. Now, I mean, that says it all. My favourite oh, thing is dear. the comments underneath the clip going, Oh, Mel B, that's interesting, says the woman who shacked up with the nanny. And then there's all talks of, Oh, how did Eddie Murphy's wife feel when you did that? I mean, it's just it's just moronic, isn't it? They were just reenacting their acting. They were, and they were. Yeah. It's just, it's incredible, isn't it? But I'm going to post a link because I'm sorry, we are in that tech, we are in that age. The comments are actually funnier than, than the, the yeah, 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 yeah. So let's have a laugh at their expense next. Neil and Debbie, follow them on Facebook. You'll find them under Ndebs. To get involved in the show, you could tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at gadio.co.uk. I've got a quite a pleasing that sound. I've got a girthy Adele Dazeem. Our new feature, Adele Dazeem. And I'm afraid this week, Neil, it does feature you. Oh, this is where I've got my words all around the wrong Very way. Very wrong way. And it also features the best animal in the world.co.uk. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
dogs. Oh, lovely. It's do- very dog heavy this next hour, and I have to yeah. tell you why a bit later. It's okay. very dog heavy. So if you're a fan of dogs, who isn't a fan of dogs? If you aren't a fan of dogs, get out. Mm. Yeah. Get out of Brexit. <laughs> you're not welcome in this country if you do, if you're not a fan of a dog sing it off right. do you know what I learned this week I was listening to Sir Ian McKellen on the podcast and um, he wishes he, he never actually came out to his parents he's of a different age isn't he yeah they're, they're different generation of, yeah. and it made me think about me coming out when I came out because I wonder whether I would have done if it hadn't have been for what happened at the time you were forced yeah weren't you because I was I mean I wanted to come out before I left home I got it in my mind that because I, I was about to go off a ju- and it was how old were you how old were uh, you early 20s okay yeah so and I was going to leave home and I was determined oh. to tell them And I, but I wonder whether I'd have gone through with it if it hadn't been for my boyfriend at the time sending me this birthday card with a naked man on it and it fell open on the, the breakfast oh, table and it fell open in the best possible <laughs> the best taste it all went open and it made me <laughs> It made me. It forced me to have to come out. It all. It brought it all to a head. Who, can you? Can we just paint a picture? Get, uh, Neil, I'm sorry to go through. I'm sorry to do this again now. Mm. But let's go back to 22 year old you right, yeah. with the long hair, <laughs> with some very tight white jeans. Mm, yes, I did wear white jeans. Yeah, actually. I know. We all know Neil. It's all over the internet. Internet. It's a. It's a new thing. Mm. So, was it your mum or your dad that found it? Uh, it was my mum, and the funny thing was, it was my birth. It was a birthday card, yeah, and I came down that. that morning for my birthday, and nothing was said. And it was quite clear it was open. It was obvious it had been. You could see what it Did was. Did she open it? No, no, no. It was one of those. Card you take shop. her to court. No, no, you no, can no, no, take no. her to court. No, no, no. no. Sue was... your mother, Neil. No, I'm not going to do much. Don't sue your no, mother. No. It had come open. It was one of those card shop things, and the glue had and it had come open. Mm. But she didn't say a word. It wasn't until the next morning when I came down when she brought it up. Hang on a minute. So she, did she take it out? She didn't want out? to spoil my birthday. Did she open it and look at the words? I don't know. what I've never asked that question. So how does she know it's your boyfriend? Did you say oh, to my boyfriend? Well, it's the fact that there was a naked man on the floor. Well, it could have been a joke from I a mean, maid. He wasn't naked, but he was topless. It could have been a joke from a maid. I suppose it could have done, but yeah. maybe she'd already had... Do you know, I need to ask had, her more about this, because maybe she'd right. had some suspicions for a while. That's your homework. That's your gay mm. homework for this week, Neil, please. Yeah. Ask your parents, did they, did they? when did they know? And record it. Say you're going to record it so it's not illegal. Neil, sorry, your flies are undone. Sorry. Sorry, oh, I'm sat opposite you and you're really flying there. All right, I'll do them up in a minute. All right. It'll take so, me quite a while. Yeah, sorry. Do them, do them up now. I've got a sound effect for that. <laughs> <laughs> Very long thing is. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, so that's that. And the, whilst we're on the subject of City McKellen, because he sort of sparked those thoughts in my head, I, I'll, I'll play you this clip from this. Uh, he's on a new podcast with uh, David Tennant, where he uh, David Tennant interviews people. It's yeah. really good. Uh, he, did, he chats to Whippy Goldberg. Fantastic. Why are we getting that? these people? And what's wrong with you? Why are you meant to be booking these Because we're guests? not friends with them. Yes, so we they... are. I know Whippy Goldberg. I saw her in New York once. Thank did you. you. So up yours. Yeah. Right. Okay. You got All a right. phone number still? Yeah. All right. Oh, under Whoopi. I'll ring her. I'll ring her up. <laughs> uh, so Ian uh, was chatting about um, the fact that he's now obviously universally known as Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. And it, me- it meant that um, fame has helped him basically. We need to get famous. Fame help over- overcomes him being shy, apparently. Well, I'm not shy. And to go to a party for me was misery because I, I didn't feel I could talk to anybody. So it's to do part to do with being gay. When, when I was should have been meeting new people, I've been sitting in the corner longing for it to be over, you know? Oh, God. But now, I can walk into a room of strangers and almost anywhere in the world and there'll be somebody who knows who I am. Oh. And be happy to meet me. Well, that's a wonderful way for a shy person to go into a room now, eh? 
But then half of them think I'm Dumbledore. <laughs> that is really cute. It's lovely, oh, isn't Leo, it? Yeah. You said a lot about yourself there. Mm-hmm. You you shy in a party. Do you in a corner at a party? When I, was, when I was younger, yeah, all around this time when I was coming out, I was really shy. I used to go to gay bars and stand in the corner, literally with a bottle of beer. Beer, yeah. And just hold nursing it all evening, oh. feeling really shy. Well, no wonder people didn't come up to you if you were shaking your bottle of beer in a corner here. <laughs> I was cradling it. Yeah, cradling it. That bloke is going, well, what's he doing with a bottle of beer? <laughs> Don't go and talk to him, he's a bit hot. <laughs> Hello to Alexander Jacob Jeremy mm. on Twitter, Neil. Right. Um, he's tweeted in. Do we not have the sound effect anymore? Yes. One, oh, yeah. two, three, three, oh, three, yeah. three. He's tweeted in, Neil. He says, hello, hello, hello. Mm. I'm in London for the first time on the 9th of March. Ooh, next Saturday. Mm. Maybe you have time for a drink or more. And then he's done a winky smiley oh. and a peace sign. I'm not quite sure what that means. I'm not quite sure. Alexander, what are you suggesting here? Then he's put a drink, a cocktail, a pint, a drink, a cocktail, a pint, and then a couple of other little emojis. I'm not sure what they are. Neil and Debbie, I love you. Thank you. Maybe I can come into your studio at Saturday. And then he's got about 30 hearts and two kisses at the back. Right. So I'll leave that one to you to answer, Neil. <laughs> if you've got any questions like that, you want to come into the studio, you let us know. We're very accommodating, aren't we? That's right, you are, Debbie. Yeah. Yeah. So at, this is Ndebs <laughs> at Gadio, or if it's a longer invitation, mm. uh, we are at the... Uh, n- n- just Ndebs at gadio.co.uk is yeah. the email address. Whatever. So... I mean, right now, Neil, this, I think, might be one of my favourite Adele Nazims. Oh. Adele Nazim is a feature where anything that goes wrong on radio or TV, I will find it and I will play it. Please welcome the wickedly talented one and only... Stendem and who? It's Mumum. Sorry, Neil? This is Endebs. Adele Dazim. Right, so this, this week's Adele Dazim, mm. we've got three different ones. <laughs> right. One of them features you. Okay. One of them features... A beautiful dog, and another one features possibly the worst time for something to go wrong in your body. Right? Okay, so they're all coming up there. Before we start, can I just send my love to Little Pixie and Pumpkin, who are Karina's dogs, Mm. who I run with. Mm. She found out this week that Pumpkin might have to have her eye taken out and sewn up. She's got a growth on her eye, and they've said there's a high chance. And I said, look, we'll cross that bridge when you come to it. Don't forget, dogs are a lot more, they are a lot stronger than we are, that we take them ground to it. Dogs have arms. You know, their legs off, yeah. and then the next bit, they're running around a field completely unaware. Yeah. So just can everyone send some poo up? Positive, optimistic outlook, outlook yeah. to Karina's dog, Pumpkin, because yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. So it's actually her 12th birthday today. Oh. We're, going, we're having, we're having um, gravy bones later in Oxford. Oh, Karina's quite young. didn't realise. What do you mean? Did I say Karina's 12? <laughs> Sorry, her dog picks it. Pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin. <laughs> Chocolate Labrador, she's very naughty. Brilliant. So... Back to Adele to see. Mm. Here's one that you uh, did on last week's show, Neil, if, if you don't mind me highlighting okay, it. Of course, yeah. Love show it. legends RuPaul and Michelle Visage will be there as well, uh, but there will be a guest on the ju- judging page- panel Ju- each week. Oh, that was... Say <laughs> yeah. that again in English. Yeah. <laughs> a guest on a jigging gangong. <laughs> so that was from last week's show. I forgot to play that at the beginning. Now we're going back to... A story which is very, very serious. Possibly one of the most serious stories you can do as a newsreader. Not the best time for your body to let out a noise, is it? So here we go live to a news team in a radio station somewhere up and down the UK. News. The uncle of an 11-year-old girl. 
The uncle of an 11-year-old girl from Wolverhampton's in court tomorrow charged with her murder. <laughs> not not when you want your body so this, this to do. It's not in your league, though, love. That's, I mean, that's something else. But now we're going over to my favourite Adele Dazeem, and there is a vision to go with that. Right. For those of you who aren't in the media, that let me I couldn't say for you. For those of you who aren't in the media, a vis is a shortened expression for visual. Right. I'm going good. to put this on Twitter in a second. Okay. Uh, and yes, it does involve it's not in English, but sometimes you don't doesn't need to be, does it? So this is a poor woman who's trying to read the news when someone comes into the studio and realizes that maybe they'd make a better presenter than you. Проголосовать за снос включенного в программу реновации дома. У меня собака. Можно, можно будет через интернет или в районном отделении МФС. Артем Васев расскажет подробнее. Что мне делать собака в студии, ребят? Я вообще кошатница. Я кошатница, я люблю кошек. Right, get involved in the show. You can tweet us at this is Ndebs at Gadio. Email Ndebs at Gadio. <laughs> What's that? That's quite a pleasing sound. I like that sound. You don't. You haven't. You haven't twigged yet, have you? No. No. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. This is Hanna Barbera. Muttley. Muttley. Mm. I was going through the show to try and find clips for Adele Dazeem. Mm. And this, my friend, is you. Oh, this is also you. <laughs> and this is Muttley. Let's just go in order again. So if anyone wants to remake Muttley the movie, you've only just started doing it in the last couple of weeks. I, said, I didn't realise I've done a little affectation. I mean, it's re- I mean, you are, you can't fake that. If you try to fake that, you're obviously tickled by something there, won't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> if you ever see her in a car, don't get in it. No, very wise words. Smiley Cyrus. Yeah. And Oscar-winning Mark Ronson. Yeah. yeah. Do you mean BAFTA winning? No, Oscar. He co-wrote the song with uh, Gaga, didn't he? Shut the flip, yeah. Yeah. poop. Bradley Walsh didn't write that. No, Bradley Walsh didn't write it, no. Are you, honest, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, Gar, he's one of the songwriters on the uh, Oscar winning. Tell me something, yeah. boy. Where are you getting your facts from? Well, he was on stage when they went to collect the award and he was holding an Oscar. That's oh, I fast-forwarded that bit. <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Amazing, isn't it? So now, uh, this week... <laughs> Sorry. This week what, Neil? Sorry. Carry on. (laughs) Go on. This week what? Sorry. Would you ever go on a date in a supermarket? What would you sit... 
on the beans or something. You actually go and meet somebody and go around a supermarket and do shopping them. Absolutely not. <laughs> ever. This is a terrible idea. It's upset the American Family Association. Oh, oh then do it. Uh, I say do it. Exactly. They, basically, this is to do with Walmart, who've done a sequence of uh, advertisements where it's like a sort of infomercial. Yeah. Where different, they, they couple up different people for Valentine's Day. Oh, that's cute. And uh, they go on a date in a supermarket. Well, in, in Walmart, which is big, you know, supermarket. Well, by the creams. Well, they go all round, actually. Anyway, uh, this they, they got a gay couple on it, basically. And the American Family Association are, you know, up in arms. Oh, no, it's the homosexual agenda, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, do you want to see? I've got a clip here of the couple that are involved. Definitely. The, John, I wasn't into it mm. until you said the American Family Association are against it. Now yeah. I'm so for yeah. it. I'd, I'd actually vote. I'd do a march. <laughs> I'd, do, I'd do that. I'd do a march down High Street for it. So this is Pat and Andy who are Pat. on the date. They've, they've never met each other. The uh, one's already in the supermarket. The other one sort of come, so, comes in through the doors, you know. So what do they do? Do they have like a T-shirt on to say or to meet me by the condoms? What do they What do they do? I how don't do you... know. I don't know. This is this is the from the clip from the film. Uh, this is the how it starts anyway. Here they are. Any scented candles in your place right now? Uh... <laughs> okay, so if you have to think about it this hard, the answer is probably no. He's funny. He's Pat. He's Andy. They're going on a blind date at their local Walmart to see if love is in the aisle. Hey. There you are. Hey. Hello. Hi, how's it oh going? Oh my God, you're handsome. Pat. Andy. You must be Andy. Nice to meet you, man. Oh my God. And you already have a shopping cart. Oh, and then and off they go on their dates. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. It's quite, it's quite amusing. There's one bit where they're looking around, looking at pans and comparing sizes. Sorry, pans. that's the unsexiest date in the world. Also, I'm not being rude. Shopping is probably my. Th- that and going to the doctor are my two least favourite things, mm. unless it's Waitrose. Mm. It's so boring and the lighting is terrible. Yeah, I mean, no, exactly. unless yeah, very you had, unflattering. Unless you had carte blanche and then you go on like the the little microphone and go, we're on a date. Yeah. D-I-S-C-O. <laughs> but it's so, it's, that's not a good one, is it? No. But I suppose you know whether you'd get on or not, would you? I'd, I'd t- do you know what I do? What was the first thing you'd, where would you take them down? Where would you take them first? Which aisle, you mean? Yeah, where would you take him? Oh, probably to the bread, fresh bread. Fresh bread? Oh, God, no, you won't get a date. (laughs) I'd go straight to the vegetables. Would you? And I'd get two oranges and put them next to the aubergine and just look at him. Yeah, yeah. And then the next thing I'd do is I'd go down the medicine aisle (laughs) and I'd hover by the embarrassing creams. Right. And I'd go, excuse me, you don't mind while we're here, and I'd put 50 tubes of it in my bag (laughs) just to see their reaction. See what his reaction was, yeah. Yeah, and if they laughed, I'd know they'd for me. And if they just went not a bit embarrassed, I'd go, yeah. no, you're all right. Yeah, no, it's not happening. Well, you know, I yeah. followed that woman around the supermarket once, that police officer. You did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I stalked yeah. her. I didn't stalk her. No. I mean, I could tell you every item she had in her bag. She had yogurt <laughs> and fruit and all sorts of stuff like that. Do you want to find out whether Pat and Andy uh, liked each other? No, I couldn't care less. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I That's a stupid show. I'm, in fact, I'm with the, I'm with the with family. family. I'm with the family association. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually Neil laughing. This is Matley. So this is Endebs at Gadio. Do you know what I'll be doing tonight, Neil? What are you doing tonight? I'm going to be listening to Adam Turner. Turned on. 10 P. <laughs> and up next is Anthony Murphy. It's on us. It's Anthony Murphy. It's on the air next. And Chris Herbert with some stunning stuff later.
He'll be delighted with that, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> By the way, if you pop on to Gadio's website, you could, there's a little clip. They've revamped the whole thing. Mm. And if you click on replay, it comes up with podcasts. Oh, no, 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 no. It, if you click on shows, third option down says podcasts. We're on it! There we are. Neil and Debbie, you can click on there. You can download us or take us wherever you want. Yes. And the great thing is it keeps a little bit of each song in. Right. So it has some context. That's very good. Because a lot of our show doesn't make sense. <laughs> right, here we are, Neil. Can I play and share this with you? Mm. I've now actually got too much saliva in my mouth. How did that happen? Because mm. you're excited, I think. When you when you start to think too much about life, like, I've just remembered my tongue is in my mouth. All you can think about is, oh, my God, and it begins funny. Yeah. And then when you start thinking, oh, there's too much saliva in my mouth. Oh, I'm going to drown. And I was like, it's so weird how you, we do these things subconsciously. <laughs> so, I mean, sometimes I breathe at night and go, oh, my God, I'm breathing. Yeah. And then I breathe abnormally. <laughs> it's not right, is it? We're very odd people. Speak for yourself. Right, here we go. I want to take you back to a very, very British Oscars acceptance speech. Do you remember a few years ago when mm. Kate Winslet did hers, when she she won it? Right. I don't remember what film it was for. No. <sighs> she just got very... Is it, when it was Titanic. <sighs> and she got breathy and yeah. it was all too much. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 So I hope this is from the Oscars and it's not some... Yeah. No, that is her getting yeah. all panty over her speech. So let me take you now. And I I don't... My name is Debbie Ryan and I never liked Olivia Coleman. I've said it, I've said it. Right. But after this speech, I did a U-turn. Mm. I actually think she was lovely on it. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. This is just a bit twee for me. Right. But I'm going to see the favourite later on, oh, on a okay. totally legal downloading site. Right. Right, totally legal. Okay, good. So I'm watching that with Karina. Support the film industry. And Pixie. Mm. And Pumpkin. <laughs> Here is Olivia Coleman's acceptance speech. And I have to say, I loved it. Um. Ooh. Uh. Yeah? <laughs> what? This is hilarious. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Got an Oscar. <laughs> um. Uh, okay. Um. Uh, I have to thank lots of people. If, by the way, I forget anybody, I'm going to find you later. I'm going to give you all a massive snog, and I'm really sorry if I might forget now. See, um, to be in this category with these extraordinary women and Glenn Close, oh. I, you've been my idol for so long, and this is not how I, I wanted it to be, and I, I think you're amazing. I love you very much. <laughs> and love you all. Um, I, I used to work as a cleaner and I loved that job. I did spend quite a lot of my time imagining this. Oh, please wrap up. Right, OK. <laughs> and, um... Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. Um, Lady Gaga. Oh, see, I just messed up. It's fun. It was... She, she kind of fell to pieces in the moment and, yeah, it yeah. was perfect what it's, she did, was not it? Yeah. Yeah. And can I just say thank you to the Oscar gods because had Glenn Close won, they would have had mm. to show a clip from that film and if it had been the opening scene, the sick bags in Hollywood would have flowed <laughs> over. If you haven't seen what I mean yet, yeah, right. do not, do not watch it with any family members. The opening scene of The Wife. You won't get that. There's two minutes back. It's slippery business. We'll see you next week from 11. Tell me something. It's genuinely quite stressful. Neil and Debbie. This is Ndebs.
Extra, extra, tweet all about it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Extra, no, not cum, it's gum. Gum, yes, cum. Oh, cum. Yes, cum. Okay. Yes. Sorry, you were right. <laughs> the podcast extra. playing Jackie on this one. Do you want Jackie? Yeah, I love Jackie because we don't play at the top of the hour anymore. So um, Just to set the tone that this this bit of the show might be... Uh, it's a little bit funny. Fruity. Not fruity. What, right. Oh, is this fruity? <laughs> might contain a word or two that you yeah. don't... Um, you wouldn't normally find. For example, like this. Uh, you mother... Hi, I'm Jackie Collins, and you are listening to Neil and Debbie, you lucky bitches. There we are. Oh, it's satisfying, isn't it? It is very satisfying. I didn't bring, I, I didn't bring you any news this week from Trump, but I have got plenty. Right, from yes. The, from the press conference, where his way of handling the press... You! Now you... No, not you! The, you! No, I've got the I've got the microphone. No, not you! It's a rude, horrible man. Oh, what did you say? You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, Neil, this week, because mm. I do watch the news. Right. Kim Jong-yong... He's got a really deep voice. Has he? Have you heard him? No, I hadn't. Uh... Really? Yeah. press play, press go. He's got a really deep voice, and all I could think about was him naked, and thinking, "Oh my god." He's a big baby. Is it man, true? Isn't he? he is a big baby, but is mm. it true what they say? But I, I have no experience with this. If you have a deep voice, is it true what they say? What do they say? Low fry, flying fruit, low singing fruit. Just trying to think. Anybody I've been with, it's got a deep voice. Because you have. I mean, yours is higher than Mickey Mouse, so don't. <laughs> it's not. I wouldn't be. If it was, I wouldn't be able to say that. I have worked with a few guys who've always been up here, though. It's really. That's not hot. It's it. often the guys that. To just be on, just no, do no. It. But the guys that you uh, you'd least expect it are the ones that are sometimes. Oh really? Some some little, little tiny men. Yeah. Can be quite. Well, Kim Jong Un's not big. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe he didn't press that button at all. Those thing rockets have gone off because he's walked too near. There's gone. When the. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. I don't it? even want to think about that though with him. Yeah, but it takes the power out of it, doesn't it? Oh, I see. What, imagining him being naked? No, 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 not imagining. I was just, I was just yeah. thinking the deep voice. That's what I was thinking. Oh, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> it really is like an episode of Dal- Dallas, isn't it? They could just have him and Trump as like these terrible oil barons, these really you know, money, megalom- power, megalomaniac people. I think... Trump is inspired by it. Oh, yeah, he loves people like that, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got no respect for people. I mean, he hates Obama. I think he wants to be like him. Yeah, I think problem. he does. Yeah, with his deep voice and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, isn't it? Very weird. Well, I think we've so- I think we've dealt with it. Let me just tick politics off the list <laughs> there, Neil. They should have us on that, on Kirsty Walk's News at 10. 
shouldn't they? So Neil Sexton from Gideon, what do you think of this? Well, I've never, I mean, he's got quite a deep voice, isn't yeah, he? Right. Thank you for your commentary. Right, yeah. we're going right over here now to Nicholas Stigen. <laughs> We've decided King Jong Young's got a deep voice. <laughs> All right, now. So, uh, in the show, we were talking about going uh, for dates in supermarkets. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Do you think you, is that something you'd quite like to do? No, it's, it's a bit of a different thing to do, isn't it? They, maybe they could do speed dating in a supermarket. So you yeah. walk down an aisle, an aisle and you meet different people as you go down the and aisle. And if you like the person, yeah. you go, bim, with your thing. With your, yeah, you, and if you don't like them, you yeah. stick a reduced sticker on their forehead. <laughs> so they get, and just there's, pro- a, there's a whole game show, there dating is. show in yeah, this, there is. isn't there? Yeah. yeah. How many aubergines would you give them out of ten? Call them. Go on. Uh, oh, here we are. Check them out. <laughs> Maybe not. No. No. <laughs> Is there is an idea with that though? Mm, there is definitely. an idea. Something in a supermarket yeah. with dating and you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've sort of done it for Walmart. Here, Tell you what they like, should do. Mm. It's my favourite thing on the Graham Norton show is when they have the red chair. The red chair, yeah. So what they could have something is to do with the checkout. No, no. Is you have all you have you know the million pound drop? Oh yeah. With Davina yeah. McCall, who I just love, I flip and mm. love her. I really mm. love Davina McCall. Mm. It's been to a lot. She has. You know when you have like piles of fruit, why don't we just put you have four people that you can that you can pick like dinner date, and then you stand one of them. One of them stands with all the oranges fake ones so we don't waste food right. so you stand on a massive pallet of oranges mm. the other one's on aubergines the other one's on lemons the other one's on bananas just for comedy value really right. yeah. and you just go poof 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 and they all disappear off into the chute and the one that you like stays up I mean that's fun and I mean Neil they don't come back they stay in that chute and oh, rot oh right like it's like they a rot. real life game show real life game show yeah like hunger, ga- hunger games hunger games hunger games there oh, we yeah, are could be called yeah. the hunger games hunger games Hunger Games. Humper Games. Humper Games. Humper Games. The Humper Games. Mm. I would do it. I'd watch that. <laughs> no, if Naked Attraction can get commissioned, we can come oh, up with some old that's, rubbish. That's true. Can we? <laughs> and then when people don't like them, then the cleaner comes in and just washes them down with like, you know. They get hosed down. They get hosed down and yeah. go get out of the supermarket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just push them out the revolving door, kick them out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to just bring you, because uh, we did mention it, uh, you know, about this... Uh, Pat- you want to play your part oh, two of the des- clip? I'm desperate to play, put him a little clip. Yeah. For Pat and Andy. Pat and Andy Find together. out whether they actually did, uh, you know. Couldn't care, but... They, as I say, uh, there's a pun at the end. Because the they're, p- not, they're not a remotely... There's no chemistry between them. No, Absolutely no, none. No, no. And they didn't get each other. And uh, they, at one point, as I mentioned, they, they look at frying pans and there's a, you know, oh, joke about it. Oh, that. I would have just gone out. And then they try, one of them gets the other one, the other one, the other one, one of them gets some biscuits he really likes. And the other guy says, I don't eat those. And he makes them try them. And then, do you know, do you know what them. he should have done? Taken him down the medicine aisle and there's a little product called Sleep Easy. And right. I just hand it to him and I said, yeah. Do you? <laughs> I really don't know why, but I like Andy. Grocery shopping is usually a chore, but. Yeah. Pat made it fun. Uh. And I would very much like to go grocery shopping with him again sometime. See, sometimes taking a chance on something new can really pan out. Oh, you (laughs) tits. So there we are. Still with the the American Family Association for criticising it, are you? I'm still with them, yeah. Yeah. I'm with them with a lot of things now. I think their their views are really good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, goodness. Yeah, I know. Imagine that, eh? 
by the way, did you hear the news about... Uh... You are a rude, terrible person. You should... President packed her trunk and said goodbye to the circus. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. Nelly the elephant packed her trunk and trundled back to the jungle. Off she went with the trumpety trump, 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 trump. Did you hear That's enough. the news <laughs> about one of Donald Trump's biggest supporters? Which one's this? He's someone that gives him a lot of money. He's one of his biggest donators. Oh, right, yeah. Um, he's involved with the right-wing Thatcher legacy over in this country. Did you know that? No. I heard it on Johnny Vaughan's show. I have to find out more about it. Right. But it's a, a massive donor. Um, I'm just going to find it. Top donors. Is it Robert Mercer? Oh, this has been love. This has been this has all been going on for years. I know, but I've only just heard about it because yeah. I don't really listen they're to the news. Very rich people, um, they're basically buying. Uh, they're buying the buying agenda. The they're buying the agenda and yeah. buying the power. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's a right wing guy. Oh my god! Oh my god! I can't even read this. This guy was Donald Trump's 2016 campaign. He he was supporter and a major funder of Donald Trump's 2016 campaign for president. He is the principal benefactor of the Make America Great Super PAC. Don't know what that is. Oh, my God. He's a computer scientist who developed an early artificial intelligence. Oh, God. Mercer played a key role in the Brexit campaign by donating data analytics service to Nigel Farage. Who are these people? Mm, I know. Oh, good grief. Oh, it's too scary. I'm going to have to shut that page down. Yeah, I would if I were you. Yeah. You'll give yourself a nightmare. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Tell me something, boy. How can we not get upset about all this, Lady Gaga? Aren't you tired trying to fill that void? I haven't got a void. Or do you need more? Like £30,000. Ain't it hard keeping it so hardcore? That was a rumor I never started any. We'll catch you. In all the good times, I find myself longing for change. And in the bad times, I fear myself. I fear myself as well. <laughs> I think we learnt a lot there. I think we did, yes. I've noticed that cute cleaner has just... Oh, my God, Neil! Um, Neil! There's something I have to tell you about that guy. Yes. Oh, my God, Neil! Mm. So, last week, I was in the studio, because after we finish, I always clear up and make the cords tidy. Mm. I can't help it. I can't help it. You were out there, and you were really flirting with him. And I came out, and I heard Neil giggling like this, which is really hot, isn't it? And ask her, so where are your family from? Where, where are your fa- folks from? I thought, oh, he's getting it. He's flown here. What did you find out? No, he just, uh, that he's uh, he's a carer. He looks after people. Oh, my God, see? Yeah. This is why you cannot, do not judge anyone exactly, in this world. Exactly, Anyone. That's what I thought. And he just, he's come from um, the Philippines to live here. Yeah. He you knows here on a Marry him, a Neil. Mar- no, marry him no, for a green card. I, I didn't offer Do that. it before Brexit. Uh, but he's just a really lovely human being. And, and exactly that, you think, some people go, 
go, oh, he's just a cleaner. Well, he's not. He's a human being. Oh, I've never actually. thought that ever because I've been. You don't, but no, some people, a lot of people do. My mother was a cleaner when she got divorced. You know, you laughed at that last week. Um, when she got divorced, she had to get an extra job, and she was a cleaner for the church. Right. Yeah. For Mr. and Mrs. Francis, and they let her let us come around with the kid. You know, us kids go around the house. It's minted. They were minted that family. Oh, that's right. And was that yeah. the one where they had, used to have the prisoners round at dinner time? No, that no. Oh my goodness, that was Mr. Gavacole. <laughs> that was our Baptist minister. Mr. Gavacole. Yeah. Don't take the Mickey and his for... wife Vivian. They were both lovely, and we weren't used to go around the house every other Sunday right. from the Baptist church, and it was amazing. I I love that. I look back now and go, this is why I've got. I'm not worried about anything like that. We shared our Sunday roast table. We were on the kids' table with murderers, prostitutes, uh, refugees, you name it. They were invited around. Good people, uh, people who have lost their way in life and have done some terrible stuff, but they came back. Oh, we we, talk, we spent time with everyone. To be honest with you, most of the time I was playing games with the other kids. But we, I remember hearing some really beautiful stories and heartwarming stories. Yeah, brilliant. You should, if, you're, if you're a parent, it's your duty to expose your children to all sorts of walks of lives. Do you know what I heard in the week? I thought, you flipping ponce. I had this stupid woman in the supermarket. Oh, Philomena, Philomena, a chlamydia, come over here. Chlamydia. And they were in the freezer section. I thought, oh, that's common. And she goes, now, what would you like? Do you want couscous with kiwi? Or would you like uh, falafel and spinach? And these children were four and five. And I, <laughs> under my breath, I went, you freaking idiot. <laughs> Do you want spinach and couscous? I'll give you spinach and couscous. Get, get, they'll get what they're given. Yeah, exactly. Oh, if I was parent, it'd be such a... They'd be, be a so... a different world, wouldn't it? be a different world. Enough, enough. I bet you she's a great parent. No? You should, you should have followed them home. No, because that would get you a record, wouldn't it? <laughs> I did tell you about that one child once, didn't I? Oh, God. We were in Kew Gardens getting an ice cream and this poncy woman with a f- pashmina... <laughs> and again, the child is in, in a pram. Give the child... I, I mean, I wouldn't even give them ice cream at that age. Just I'd give them air. Right, yeah. Squirt at the boob. Go back to bed. How would asking... Do you remember being asked by your parents at four or five, what would you like for dinner? Would you like couscous? No, we got some crappy mash and some mints. <laughs> did, did it it's do us... Coming out now. It's did bit, we do bitterness. Well, you came from a very, very... We never had bitter... We, you came from a very posh family, Neil. You probably I, had casserole. No, no. Did you have Vianetta ever? No. We, there you go. No, we we had, had Vianetta and Angel Delight. We No, we had Angel Delight. Oh, God. What what would the yeah, neighbours say? Arctic Roll as well. Oh, no. We never, that's too common. We never had that. <laughs> right. We need to go. Why? Because they're shutting up shop out there, so... And I've got a train to catch, to be honest with you. Hello, madam. Are you, How can I help you? Have are you, you got, got a date? date? No. There is more than a soup song of camp about this. Let me just play one last thing. Girls with dresses. Oh, I thought you were going to play the bit. The Ruby. You can play the Ruby if you want in this bit. You don't have to cut okay. it off. I mean, it's quite long into it. Right. Women who long, 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 long. Women who give Everyone sing along! This 
have to go now Neil yeah. don't you you have to go. That's right. got some let's, let's send you back to St Albans hideous skirt convention <laughs> okay <laughs> it's a little bit sloppy. can we just end on this one because it is still my favourite the US President about Osama Bin Laden <laughs> Barack Obama has used his speech at the annual White House Correspondents' Dinner to poke fun at himself, his opponents and the continuing deadlock between the main political parties. Neil and Debbie. 